2: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.
3: Welcome back, everybody. How you doing on this mental start of the weekend? Here we are. Thursday. Thursday. Yeah.
4: Yes, i here. <laughs> here we are.
5: I am here. here. I made it. It's the first day of school for a lot of people, Jeff. Fairfield Public's going back today. Ross Local is going back today. It feels
1: early. It is early. It feels really early. Every year it
5: feels. I feel it. I feel it.
3: Earlier.
1: I can't believe summer's almost over. We're three weeks away from Labor Day. Isn't that wild? they're going to close the pools. And then what? And then what?
3: It'll still be warm like... To the first week of November, I'll bet. Yeah.
5: Well, I don't know, Jeff, because I printed a story out this morning about the Farmer's Almanac as predicting a cold, wet winter for Ohio. Oh, great!
3: How exciting for Jeff! My
1: favorite.
5: Yeah. Yep. I cold love it when it's wet. cold
1: and dark and wet. It yeah. says some wintry <laughs> <laughs> conditions. To the right part of the country.
4: <laughs> I
5: sure did. <laughs> I guess there's going to be an El Nino possible, which could bring snow, ah, that and ice. Oh, boy. oh that guy. Oh,
1: that guy. You know, I wouldn't mind just snow. I mean, if it's going to be cold, that brightens things up anyway when Mm -hmm. there's all that white
3: everywhere. I missed that first ice deep freeze y'all had over Christmas. Remember that? Oh, that was bad. Yeah, Yeah. that
5: was when you weren't really supposed to be outside at all. Remember?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Bad. I-75 was a two-inch sheet of ice for miles. Yeah. I heard. stuck in the house.
6: Yeah.
1: And I'm okay with that part. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't mind being stuck in the house. <laughs> right. I like being stuck in the house. <laughs> I I see my future. I could become a hermit. It could happen. I don't yeah. doubt it for a second. It could totally 100% happen you, to me. the cats,
3: and the dog. Yep. I see it as kind of a foregone conclusion yeah. for you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have a lot to get you caught up on this morning. Kim Kardashian has a body scan she thinks you need. We'll do that. Plus, Disney Plus and Hulu, they're going to cost you a lot more. And the most, eh, movies of all time. Some advice from Kim Kardashian.
1: Kim Kardashian is offering advice that is pretty much really just for rich people. <laughs> because guess the rest of us aren't going to be able to afford it. Of course. The uh, Instagram post, there is... Something called the PreNuvo full-body scan. Oh. And uh, this sounds great. I'd love to sign up for one. Uh, you could supposedly, quote, detect
5: cancer and diseases such as aneurysms in its earliest stages before symptoms arise. I mm. saw this post of her yesterday. Like, when I woke up yesterday morning, it was the first thing that I saw was her standing in front of this gigantic X-ray machine. Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com.
6: Surgery has an art.
5: I read the whole thing. I was like, yeah, sign me up. Sign me
1: up. Yeah, she claims it has literally saved the lives of some of her friends and also pointed out that her post is not an ad. She's just hyped about the procedure. And all that sound pretty cool. Uh, the price tag, well, 2,500. Ouch. Could be worse. I guess. I got, you know, when you start, it's been a while.
5: I mean, that's for what? What's once.
1: a cat scan cost you?
5: I don't I, I don't know. It's a lot. What's I'm an MRI sure. cost you? A lot, I'm sure. Is
3: it, it is it in the ballpark of those? Yeah, it's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. Let's let's get a price tag on things, you know, procedures that, that people have common. that are usually covered by insurance. Yeah. And see if I it's imagine in the ballpark. Insurance probably would not I'm guessing this, you are correct, Mm-mm, and of course,
5: collective.
1: people are giving her, you know, a hard time for recommending these, saying she's out of touch. One person said, "Love a billionaire recommending preventative care that is totally accessible to 98 percent of your fan base." Total vibe.
3: Buddy of <laughs> mine works for a pharmaceutical company, and he's. I, I said, you know, what do you, what are your, what's your biggest uh, thing right now? He says we have this test where we can detect so much as one. Cancer cell, and and pinpoint it, like yeah. tell you exactly where it is. And he said that was like a thousand dollars.
1: Oh, that's cheap compared yeah, to, compared that's to not, Well, that's kind of what is what is the this? test
3: involve? Is it a scan or? I don't know. We a, didn't get that much into oh, it. It, okay. it was some kind of scan, I would imagine. So maybe Something this is, you know, a fancier along the lines, right? And then. Coincidentally enough, when we were in Norway, we were talking to a friend of one of Kristen's relatives who I guess he works for Roche. And he said, we have uh, also we can not only tell where the cancer cell is, um, but based on your specific DNA, it will tell you the best way to treat it before it even becomes anything becomes a thing. And I'm like, well, what does that cost? He goes, nothing, because you can't. Get it? Neither Europe nor the U.S. will approve it, right? Like it's sitting on. Oh, a they're shelf. No, yeah, they're not gonna. He's like yeah. it's ready to go, right? And it works, and they just will not.
1: Well, yeah, because then the pharmaceuticals aren't going to make any money because they can't sell you all of the drugs that you, that they're currently selling you to treat cancer.
5: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
4: is Chris
3: Jenner.
5: L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
3: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: Cancer. Cancer that's is a big though. money
3: maker. You but if they have about that it.
5: kind of he, testing, that is maddening. He, yeah,
3: I mean, his point is the money we could be making from this yeah. would more than make up for that.
5: Well, then if you've ever lost anyone from any sort of cancer, I mean, geez, Yeah. That's devastating. He
3: was very frustrated with that. And he said, you know, it's not like there haven't been efforts. And he was a part of it because he lived in Delaware for like he lived in the U.S. trying Mm -hmm. to get them, use their lobbying group to say, hey, let's all get on board. This is for real. Yeah. And they just, for whatever reason, wouldn't yet. We got to take a break, though. We got a bunch of other stuff to get you caught up on as well this morning. Um, There's going to be a big price increase, not a little one, from Disney Plus and Hulu. I mean, we knew there were, and there have been. Oh, yeah. But it's never ending. They want more of your money, and they do not want to pay it to the actors and writers. Yep. That's all straight ahead next. <laughs> I'm trying to, in general, take better care of myself. I'm trying to stop
4: smoking. I've smoked since I was 13 years old. I started when I was 13 years old because I stole two cigarettes from my older sister and I hid them in a shoebox under my bed with a copy of Cosmopolitan magazine. (laughs) And one day my mom cleaned under my bed and she found the shoebox. I came home from school and my mom was standing there holding it. And she said, hey mister, I found your treasure. And I never liked the way she phrased that, you know, because that made me sound like the world's lamest pirate, like (laughs) a guy whose treasure chest is two cigarettes and a woman's magazine. (laughs) And my dad came home from work, and my mom told my dad that she had cleaned under my bed and found a shoebox with two cigarettes and a cosmopolitan, which prompted my dad to ask, how does
3: John know how to make a cosmopolitan? (laughs) You may not have heard of Lil Tay before, but she's a former nine-year-old social media star and a hip-hop influencer, and sadly, she died recently under mysterious circumstances, and she was only 14. Uh, Her brother also died, according to an Instagram post, but there's no word what happened. Her real name was Claire Hope. She blew up online with a series of videos where she talked trash, flashed wads of cash, and posed with expensive cars she supposedly owned and drove. Uh, She never actually drove in her videos. The most she did would, would be to sit in the driver's seat of the parked cars and sometimes floor the accelerator. Uh, but here's a montage of her character.
0: Lil just got a brand new Jaguar. This car cost me $130,000. <laughs> no y'all grown-ass men hating on me, but that ain't changing nothing. I'm still gonna be rich. I'm the youngest flexo of the century, bitch. And I'm only nine years what? old. I dropped 200 racks on this car, and I'm only nine years old. I got the keys to this car. All y'all grown-ass men hating on a nine-year-old, I ain't got no license have a car i ain't got no license i driving this around y'all saying i rent my cars hell no i don't
3: rent my car yeah so you get the idea anyway she had more than three million followers and was supposedly associated with real rappers uh but she hadn't posted anything since 2018 uh, here's some audio of Claire Hope, also known as Lil Tay, sounding like an actual normal nine-year-old girl.
0: I wanted to start making Instagram videos because I wanted to start motivating people and inspiring people to accomplish their dreams. People don't know that I can sing, dance, skate, swim, read and write
1: in
4: different languages when I grow up. I want to get into acting, I want to get into
0: music, and I want to do everything in the entertainment industry. Just stop recording my videos. I have a dream. I'm trying to make my mom proud. I'm trying to chase my dreams. I'm trying to spread positivity. And y'all are just here hating on me for no reason. If you don't like me, just block me. I didn't do anything to you.
3: You can hear the emotional agony in that Mm -hmm. video when the reality of negative online comments had really affected her. Um, Anyway, a message was posted on Tay's Instagram yesterday announcing her sudden and tragic passing along with the death of her brother. Nobody knows who posted it or what happened, but her death has brought past allegations of abuse and bad parenting along with an ugly custody battle between her parents back to the surface. Hmm. A few years ago, Tay's older brother, Jason, accused their father of abusing her physically and verbally and stealing money from her. Now, we don't know at this point if Jason is the brother who supposedly died along with Tay, and there was also the question of who was letting a 9-year-old girl make such raunchy videos. Uh, But in an interview years ago, Tay's mom said that Jason was actually the creative force behind them. And she defended those videos as comedic. Now, there are rumors online that Tay and Jason died in a car crash and also a jet ski accident. But those claims are not remotely official at this point. Hmm. Uh, But whatever happens, it it feels like we're going to be talking about this one for a bit. For a bit.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's really sad, whatever happened there. Yeah. Okay. So Disney Plus and Hulu starting October 12th. Disney Plus with no ads is going from $10.99 a month to $13.99 a month. Hulu with no ads is going from $14.99 to $17.99. So that if doing the math... Yes. It's early in the morning. I know it's hard. Yes, that's three dollars. Oh each. my goodness! A three dollar <laughs> well, price hike on each
3: really drives it
1: home
5: when
6: you put it. I that way. know the I ads. Wonder how much
5: the bundle? Because we used to have the bundle because you could bundle Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus, and it was like thirty, I think, something dollars a month. So it was like if you liked all of those you could bundle that them together. That was the smart way to go. Yeah.
1: Well, the ad supported versions are going to stay at 7.99, so you've always got that option. ESPN Plus with ads is increasing from 9.99 to 10.99, that would be $1. And here's more bad news. Disney has seen how successful Netflix has been in cracking down on password sharing and they like it. Looking into it, might roll out some kind of system next year to keep you from sharing your password there my friend meg
4: pointed this out to me last year she's like if you ever want to get any of those things during the holidays and certain times of the years they run specials but they don't tell anybody and so i did i bought the peacock for two bucks a month and you committed to what I, a year a year mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i and need I, to and i do have the commercials and i will tell you that about two-thirds of the time they go to the commercial break yeah and there weren't any sold and it just oh, continues it just on, on to the oh, next wow. chunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like
5: eh. Well <laughs> and for kids shows <laughs> Good enough. I will say for Disney, two bucks. they do a lot of uh toys and fun like the more you know style segments during the commercials. Cause like every now and then we'll Public put service Yeah, like every now and then we'll put the regular Disney channel on just as like filler television in the morning. And that's how my kid learns about toys and things that are out there that she may not know about Mm -hmm. so i mean i don't think it's that bad of a choice for the disney plus yeah Mm. i don't know i was telling you guys in our facebook live video that we just had the conversation this weekend about going through all of our accounts that we're paying for. Because, like Disney Plus, I don't feel like now that our kid is older, I don't really feel like we are watching it as much as we used to. Like, we used to watch it all the time for Bluey and when Encanto came out, like we were all into the princess movies. But now that she's six, she's getting a little bit older and she's watching other shows like Rainbow High and all this other stuff.
1: I don't even know what all I have. <laughs> <laughs> and that all last week, I never turned my TV on once.
5: Yeah, see, your TV paying for wasn't that.
1: even on, and I have a I have all the HBOs and Showtimes and Stars and all of those too. Oh and yeah, that, you know
5: you're you just get burning money. It. Yeah. I am, and even if it's just ten dollars a month,
1: they
3: add you up have
5: ten dollars a month with five, five things. That's fifty bucks. Yep,
3: but with these streaming services charging an average of twenty percent more, depending. Uh, I guess that would free up some extra money for the writers who've been on strike for over a hundred days. You would maybe. think maybe the actors. You would
1: think maybe. I don't know.
3: I mean, how does that affect yeah. negotiations? Because right now they're not even talking.
5: Mm-mm.
3: And when they hear about this price increase, weren't I- they
5: supposed to get together this week though and t- like start to talk again? They
3: had a they had a discussion. A discussion. Uh, they had a they had a meeting. About getting a meeting together, basically, it was a meeting for a meeting. Yeah, yeah,
5: and, and, and nothing happened. Evidently,
3: the non-starters were the AI technology and the uh, pay increase, and they wouldn't even come to the table, so they couldn't even get a discussion.
6: Wow, <sighs>
3: that but sucks. the streaming services—they—they were—they had some uh, commentator on KTLA who was, you know, some industry insider, Mm -hmm. was saying that these streaming services can basically wait them out because they're collecting your money. Right. Not that this isn't somewhat painful for them, but it's a lot more painful for the striking workers because the executives at Disney Plus and Hulu aren't worried about losing their house. Right. So we'll see. Mm. But uh, Fran Drescher, the head of the Writers Guild, says they're prepared to hang in there for at least six months. We're not there yet, yeah. but time wow. will tell. A wow.
4: prime time price is right coming your way.
3: Yeah, no kidding. We've seen plenty of lists of the best movies of all time and the worst movies of all time, but what about the stuff that's
1: just,
3: eh, <laughs> <laughs> the sword of the stone?
1: It wasn't awful, <laughs> but it wasn't great. It wasn't the
3: worst movie I've ever it's seen. So,
1: it's something in radio. We have the equivalent. It's called a filler record. It's not a huge hit. It's not a total bomb, but it's a song that we can play in between all of the hit records just to fill the space because you can't play the same eight songs every hour. Aka
5: the weekend. You
1: gotta fill. You gotta. <laughs> you gotta. You gotta throw some gotta songs on in between. And sometimes there's a song that come out, and it's it, it's often by a, a great artist. Like a Pink or a, even a Taylor Swift yeah. can come out with a great filler record. It's not going to be a number one hit, but it's, you know, it's, it's okay. It's
3: a classic Post Malone.
5: Right it's okay. I bet some of these are our favorite movies, though.
6: Watch. <laughs> you know I what?
3: I'm looking at is. them, and I could I, I can identify one, Ooh, yeah. two, three, four, five. Disney's Flight of the Navigator.
6: Yep.
3: <laughs> no. No. I don't know most of these. Vegas Vacation.
5: Oh, I love that movie. That's number one. Who's, that is the best. Who is in that? It's a Lampoon movie. Yeah. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a that. Griswold family. Vegas Vacation.
1: is Was the third or fourth.
5: It's the oh, one okay. where they go to Las Vegas and they go on the damn tour. And it's so funny. Like, they just keep making all these damn jokes. Yeah. There's another damn joke. And I'm Rusty. And I think stuff. that was
1: the fourth one, wasn't it? Because he had the regular...
5: Yes. Vacation,
1: and then Christmas vacation, European, then European, and then Vegas.
3: I think so. But right? it was you, really Jeff.
5: funny.
3: Never heard of it. I missed yeah. that. Neil yeah.
5: Diamond is in it.
3: What?
6: It's, yeah.
3: Okay. Well, that okay. changes everything. Anyway, uh, got it. All right. Vegas vacation followed by Robin Hood from two thousand ten. Yeah. That's the one with Kevin um, Costner.
1: No, Kevin Costner. That one was in the early nineties, late eighties, early nineties. Oh. No, who was? No who recollection is, of this. Who is? I do. I'm just trying to remember Robin who the guy that this. was in it. Is it
3: Manny Patekin? No. Okay, Thor: The Dark World. Yeah, dumb. Pixels.
5: Pixels, the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. dumb.
3: Gnome Alone. Never saw no, that one.
5: That's a that's a children's. I think that's animated. It's the gnomes. Gnome Alone. The little gnomes.
3: Uh, number six, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. That Which was one pretty was that? Good. Was that okay. was pretty good. I think I saw that with you, Jen. Is I that the know. one
1: with
5: what's-her-name, the girl in it?
1: This is the one where they flash back. It's the story of how they got the plans that Princess Leia was so desperately trying to get to Obi-Wan Kenobi in the very first Star Wars movie in 1977. Yeah, is that the one I saw with you or the no. one that Tim saw? No, you? I don't no. think either one of you saw that. I just
5: with me. zoned out when you yeah. said princess leia oh, right. I, everything yeah. after that was it's the pre story <laughs> it is cool
3: uh the 50 shades movies yeah.
5: come on Those were were number all 7 horrible. come they on were even the sex scenes weren't that good which is what everybody went for let's be yeah. honest
3: uh the twilight movies come on
5: awful no <laughs> Some of those weren't bad. It's
1: funny to go back, you know, when they have a marathon on, which for some reason they did there. I don't remember if it was age. Well, yeah. it was the 20-year anniversary of her writing the books. So they were showing them all and going back. I and do I'm agree. Like, those these are good. Were, um, these were cheesy. These are bad. But they're movies. still so great. That is a filler. Uh, Planet of the great.
3: Apes, The Meg, mm. Ghost Rider, Monsters vs. Aliens, The Borrowers, The Blue Lagoon. That really dates back. Yeah. Uh, the Gary Marshall holiday rom coms, Valentine's Day, which I have no recollection of. Oh, that was oh cute. Jennifer
1: Aniston. There were a bunch of A-listers yeah. in New those. New Year's Eve, Taylor Mother's Swift Day. I don't one.
3: remember any of those.
1: I remember yeah. New Year's Eve. New, New Year's
5: Eve was, was cute. good. Wasn't that the first one? It was cute. And it's a story of like 10 a bunch of different couples. People. Yeah.
3: Anyway, that's a list of the most eh movies of all time. <laughs> See, not the best, about, not um, the worst, but.
5: Eh, it's kind of in the middle. The Sex and the City movie, whenever that's on, I always tune in because you're like, oh, that's cute. You know, it's not must-see television. But every single rom-com should be on that list. Sweet Home Alabama, The Notebook. They're all fillers.
1: But they're wonderful.
5: Wedding Planner.
1: (laughs) It's all good stuff. All right, so David Harbour... He wants to be in more movies once Stranger Things wraps up because he doesn't want to only be known as Sheriff Hopper. And this is what he says. He says, I think about George Clooney leaving ER. And now we just see him as George Clooney. But there was a time when it was the guy from ER is doing a movie with Nicole Kidman. Now he clarifies that he loves the series and his fans. He wants to show that he can play different roles, though. He says that I don't want people yelling Hopper on the street every five minutes the rest of my life.
3: Okay, is What other Harbour, actors? is he a memorable actor? Like, yeah. is he someone that could be yeah. potentially? Yeah, I think a, so. I think he, could he can move a, on and do he more. He could be a
5: good bad guy, you know, if he decided to kind of totally change his look a little bit. I think he would be a good villain. Hmm.
3: Okay, and finally, Robbie Robertson of The Band died yesterday after a long illness. Up on
4: she mm-hmm
3: guy was 80. He, me,
2: I don't have
3: he and his bandmates were Bob Dylan's backup band for the iconic live concert known as The Last Waltz. Anyway, he was not usually the lead singer of the band songs. But he wrote many of their hits, and uh, he That's was some, one of the guitars. Great songs, yeah, great songs. Yeah. It, it, what's interesting is how tight the members of the band got with each other while recording one of their most popular albums. They recorded it at a famous celebrities' house.
2: 1969, when we were making the band album, we rented Sammy Davis Jr.'s house. And we could all live together. And we turned the pool house into a recording studio. And the music that we were able to make was so together. The effect that it's had on music to this day is quite extraordinary. And I'm so proud of that. I just hold that very warmly in my heart. That would be cool. He led me to believe
3: that Sammy Davis Jr. had a studio in his house. Nope. They just rented the house and set up a makeshift studio in the pool house. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Turned out to be one of the greatest albums of all time. So, anyway, Robbie Robertson, gone at the age of 80. And that is your latest e news. We'll have more for you coming up after seven o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got a pair of passes to see the new Barbie movie. I make it sound like it's new. It's been out for what? A month. Yeah. But if you haven't seen it yet, we got your free passes coming up with Faker for Real on Q102. Mary.
0: Hi, Jeff. Good morning. Hey,
3: welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you?
0: Good,
1: thanks. How are
3: you? Excellent.
1: Doing good. We're going to hook you up. with tickets to go see Barbie today, but you got to tell us which one of these headlines is the real one, Mary. All right, so is it a 16-year-old gets his driver's license on his birthday and drives his new Jetta into the family's pool? Is it B, a woman gives herself a pedicure behind the wheel and causes a 12-car pileup? Or see an instructor for a school called Learn to Drive crashed his car into the school. Can I guess a B-C?
0: <laughs>
1: no, you got to pick one. I'm going to pick C. It is C. You're right. Nice work.
3: Yeah, I saw the video footage of this uh, picked up on a security camera. There's a driving school in Colorado called Learn to Drive. And on Tuesday, someone crashed into their building. And what's crazier is it was one of their own driving instructors. That's an endorsement. And the icing on the cake is (laughs) there's a photo where the vehicle is shown through a smashed brick wall and window (laughs) just (laughs) below the business's Ah, learn-to-drive sign. That's (laughs)
1: perfect.
3: It is a literal meme. That's really funny. Yeah. Fortunately, no one was seriously hurt. The police say there was one minor injury, but everyone inside was able to dive out of harm's way.
1: The- <laughs> I imagine that's something that at these schools probably happens. It's just usually a student that does it,
3: not the instructor. Yes. Well, the driver or the instructor was cited for a traffic <laughs> violation. I'm assuming he's now out of a job. I would guess. Looking, at a, looking for another line of work. A neighboring business put out surveillance surveillance footage of the of the accident that's been seen all over the news media. And the instructor apparently hit the gas instead of the brake that's while what I trying wondered. to park. Uh, and it was supposedly the guy's second day on the job, and I guess he wasn't thoroughly vetted. So. Oh well, he is now. <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, that's going to be a no. <laughs>
1: that is a job I don't, th- I could never, mm. ever, ever. I mean, I struggle. Well, I let my friend drive us to Columbus the other day because I don't know why, but apparently I had some faulty thinking that she was a good driver. <laughs> that I funny. had, I Dang thought God. that I had ridden with her before and she had passed all of my tests. It was not the case. Mm. And yeah, I was sitting in the Did back seat, like, oh my God. I had, I had anxiety, I had car <laughs> sickness. I, had, I was all like, oh, God, I just don't feel very good. <laughs> I need some fresh air back here.
3: Yeah, Kristen was that way with her kids. Like, she she did She did it begrudgingly, but if I was around, she's like, will you take him? I'll take him.
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah I could see you being very good at that, very patient and calm. Oh, yeah. totally. And just really good at explaining exactly what it is that they need
3: to do. Yeah, the and... issue with Emma, the oldest, was her speed. Um, auto was she would actually. She go too
1: fast or too slow? Too fast
3: okay uh Anna was actually the best driver out of the three of them yeah and ingrid was getting her over the fear of merging on the freeways and just traveling yeah, that's on hard freeways sure but aside from that she was a great driver except for this one time she almost hit a boulder as she overcorrected as she was turning into a driveway and that was the one that's time easy. i was like "Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that was the one and only time it got a little dicey
1: And was she driving your car?
3: It was, oh, yeah, it was my car.
1: (laughs) It was always my car. Yeah, see, I would have been like, yeah, I'll teach her, but we're driving your car.
3: Yeah, right. That's what (laughs) I should have done. It is 721, and weather-wise, these showers are heading on out of here eventually. We'll see sunshine this afternoon, a relatively dry afternoon once the sun comes out, a high of 81. It is, it is, it is, it is 67 here at Cincinnati's Q102, and... (laughs) All right. Daniel needs a second date update today. Hi, Daniel.
2: This is awkward, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It doesn't have to be. Well, you know, dating has been an adventure. Oh, my gosh. You know, I got divorced a couple years ago after being married for 22 years. And, uh, you know, I'm just getting out there and trying to meet people.
1: And that's not easy when you haven't been out, unless you were screwing around on your wife the whole time and dating on the side. No.
2: No, okay. No, no, so no, you've no,
1: been no. out of the game for a while,
6: then.
2: Yeah, and it's intimidating. You know, I've been doing match. I've gone out with a few women, but yeah, I, I don't know. There's just I, I have, there's just something that wasn't like connecting with anybody that I'd met so far until I met this last one. The last one being Susan. Susan, yes. I mean, just I mean, wow. And you know, and I'm not a super young guy anymore. <laughs> you know, I've got I've got the dad bod in... I'm super realistic. I'm not gonna, you know, be dating any hot twenty five year olds like some of my friends are trying to do. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Right? Yeah. I just figure I figure, look, I'm gonna meet an average lady, you know, just like I'm an average guy, and hopefully all will be well. So question
3: for the ladies in the room. If you're out dating, is there an expectation or requirement for him to have a cut chiseled bod? I mean, at least if he's taking decent care of himself and he's not eating trash. I suppose it depends on how you live.
1: You know, I don't think it's fair for... A woman who's walking around with an extra 60 pounds on her backside to be expecting her man to be all ripped and cut. But if you're a woman that does CrossFit six days a week and fitness is a big part of your life and a big part of what you were going to do, then you would want someone to share that with you. And I think, you know, when you start to get into your 40s, you start becoming a little bit more aware of your own mortality and... (laughs) Things start to hurt and ache or not feel good, and you just want to be healthy. So I think, you know, if, if you're of that mind of wanting to live a healthy life, then you're going to want to find someone else who isn't, you know, drinking a six-pack every night after work and ordering pizza. So it depends yeah. on who you are.
5: But I also think dad bods are so much, no matter what shape the female is in, it also feels like dad bods are widely acceptable.
6: Mm-hmm. You know, oh, like yeah. a little
5: bit of a bare belly. Yeah. I
1: think people do totally. kind of loosen their standards.
5: I also <laughs> think that there are certain men, though, that enjoy the chiseled cut, put together bod. So you're just basically
1: saying that you are looking for someone who is very similar to you.
2: Yeah, that's, that's actually pretty well said. You know, I mean, I, I'm not in the gym. I mean, I should probably, you know, be there a couple of days a week at least, but... Yeah, I mean, someone who's a little more relaxed and not entirely focused on that. That's not to say I don't want somebody who's healthy, right? I mean, I'm feeling it in the mornings now. You talk, <laughs> you know, I feel sore. I mean, it's definitely I have to take care of my body. But right. just somebody who I connect with. And I just feel like um, when I met Susan, I-, I couldn't believe it. I mean, because she's she is like around my age, and she's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, seriously, I, I almost think she's kind of out of my league because,
6: wow. you know,
2: she's super smart She's very successful, you know. Really easy to talk to, like self-confident. I don't know, just like the way that she carries herself is is just super attractive. Right. She's a catch. She's an absolute catch. I mean, you know, she's traveled around the world. She's like a foodie, and I'm into all of that. But admittedly, I, I you need to learn more, and you know, through like chatting with her. She just seems like super passionate and talking about places that she would love to show me and places to go out and eat. And she's a cook. And I just, I don't know. I, I got such positive vibes from her. And we kissed. And I felt the sparks. And I felt like she was right there with me. And you know, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to call you. And she's like, great. And I call her and didn't receive a call back. And I've sent her like a, kind of a message, just like checking in. And no text, no mm-hmm. nothing. And I'm kind of like, I don't understand. I mean, I know she might be busy. Mm-hmm. Or traveling.
5: Oh, yeah. Maybe she had an unexpected work trip
2: come up. Maybe she's overseas. I, it's, it's possible. Well, I mean, I feel like she would have said that. Or do you know you that she was it. going out of town? It's like, oh, man, I finally met someone I really felt a connection with and now i'm being ghosted at you know it's like oh my gosh is this what it's like out there
3: so i had an experience once where i called a friend i wasn't dating this person i just called a friend of mine and they didn't answer the phone they instead texted me on whatsapp saying sorry i can't take your call right now i'm in a meeting in belgium (laughs) <laughs> like, oh wow and i was like okay okay uh well <laughs> no we, could, rush. we could talk later is it anything important i'm like no, no. <laughs> but i don't know it just felt weird like i caught him doing something wrong yeah. in the moment and it turned out to be nothing but it was just such a bizarre i felt like i intruded a little bit i was just calling say hey and catch up on some yeah, stuff yeah that's funny that's why i thought well maybe she is out of town and she's in a meeting in belgium <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'll tell you what. We're going to take a break here, Daniel. When we come back, we're going to call Susan and see what she really thought of that date with you and what's been up with her. We'll catch up All with right, Susan. Yes, Thank the you. second date update continues next with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. All right, Daniel was married for 20-plus years, so he's a little out of practice when it comes to dating. Nevertheless, he met Susan on Match and is just really taken with her. She's beautiful. She's smart. She's funny. She's world-traveled. She's into all the same things he is, food, wine, you name it. And he felt real chemistry with her. They kissed on the date. He walked her to the door. She seemed into possibly getting together again. But when he tried to reach out, you know how these things go. As always on second date update, you think it's going great. And then you never hear from them again. And that's exactly what happened here. Daniel tried to reach out. No response from her. I suggested maybe she's traveling out of the country and she doesn't have an international plan. I don't know. (laughs) But... Daniel, unless there's anything you left out that you think could be pertinent,
2: I you know I've racked my brain. I, I I I don't know what else to say. I'm just curious what's what's going on. All right, let's
3: call Susan. Hello? Hi, Susan. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning?
0: Oh, my (laughs) God. This is not happening. How are (laughs) you? I am really surprised right now. Wow. Okay.
3: (laughs) Well, it sounds like you're a fan.
0: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Oh, my gosh.
3: Well, thank you.
0: This is crazy. The whole gang
3: is here. We got Fritch. We got Tim. Good morning.
6: Hi. (laughs) Hey, girl hi guys so are we oh catching at a bad
3: time are you busy are you traveling maybe
6: are you uh, in a meeting no,
0: i mean like i'm unpacking i just got back from new york i've been like doing this like training class i'm just i'm exhausted but this is like a sudden joke of energy this is so fun oh my god
3: look at that we're bringing energy to the room i love it
0: <laughs> what are we doing what are we doing well first of all how
3: is new york
0: it was, you know, it was New York. I mean, it's not what it used to be, but right. um, the work is all encompassing. You have write ups at the end of the night of how everything went and where the students are at and all that kind of stuff. So,
3: oh wow, what Ooh, kind of work do you do? I'm
0: exhausted. I'm a training manager. Very fun.
3: So the reason we're calling, aside from the fact we just wanted to chat, <laughs> Daniel called us and was telling us oh. about your date.
0: Oh, so this is one of those things.
3: <laughs> this is one of those things.
0: Okay.
3: What did you think of Daniel?
0: What did I think of Daniel? Uh... <laughs> Oof.
6: Um, if
3: you were going to hold yeah. a training class on how to conduct yourself <laughs> on a date,
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> how Make would Daniel have done?
0: Um... Let me just give you like a little background on me. Um, I just started dating, and I was married for 24 years, and I've only been out on one date. That's it. Oh. instead, Yeah, like my husband, and now Daniel. That's it. Okay. So as for Daniel, he's a very nice man. I enjoyed his company. Um we we had a great time. There's just one thing that happened on the date that has left me feeling really uncomfortable. And I'm just like kind of sorting through that, especially after a 24-year marriage and just one first date.
6: Yeah.
3: Well, leaving you feeling uncomfortable doesn't sound good. What happened?
0: Well, you know, we're not teenagers. Right. And we're sitting in a restaurant booth. But, you know, like in the booth, you usually like you sit across from each other because you're still you're talking to each other, to one another.
3: Yeah. So you can face each other.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. But Daniel, like slid right down next to me in the booth. So you're
1: sitting on the same side, side by side in the booth. Oh, like you did right. in high school. That's romantic
4: and sweet, cozy
0: and well, awkward. It, it, Yes, because it's like, well, what about my personal space? And
4: also, one of you left
3: handed? Um,
0: I, no, no, no. Just, you know, you just want a little bit of this, especially right in the beginning. Oh, wow.
6: Uh,
3: yeah. I'm the exact same way. And I'm married.
5: See, I'm not like, <laughs> let me just give you a little perspective on this. So, Scott and I went to breakfast, just the two of us. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, we've been together almost 10 years. So, this, doesn't feel cringy but we went to breakfast and it was one of those situations where one side of the table was a booth and then the other side of the table was two chairs that Um, faced every your back to the whole room and I was like I'm not sitting like that we're both he I said do you want to sit on the same side and he was like no and I'm like scoot over we are because I'm not sitting with my back to the whole restaurant When I could have this cushy booth next to you. Mm -hmm, And see everything that's going on. Yeah. And like, I mean, it's okay for us to be, I don't know, one foot away from each other. I don't know, though. I mean, I want to look at somebody. And that would just be really
1: awkward to be right next to them and just have to... Hurt. Like my neck and my I understand that, that part of
0: it. Yeah. I, I, think, oh, I get it. I yeah.
4: just, it just seems really, why didn't you say move There's over? Yeah,
6: right, scoochy. Right, right, right.
0: right. So that was like the beginning. And then, you know, we had a couple glasses of wine. We're waiting for dessert. And he turns to me and he puts his hands on my shoulders and he kisses me. And I don't mean just like a little peck or a little kiss on the forehead or on the cheek or anything. I mean, we were like downright making it out.
1: Mm in the restaurant, that? in the booth. How about it?
0: At the table, in the restaurant, in front of all those people. I mean, when I tell you, we ordered dessert, right? And the server just dropped off the cheesecake while we were making out. Mm. I mean, I'm so embarrassed.
3: So well, you couldn't have been that embarrassed if you were full on what making I out mean, with them.
0: Yeah. I mean, you you're look on, you on the same side of
5: the booth. What else are you supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs>
6: Well, they- I mean,
0: don't get me right, he was a good kisser. He really was. And that's why, you know, that's why we were kissing, right? Yeah. And yeah. But okay. I'm just so embarrassed from that incident.
3: I get it. And it was the only date you've been on since you've been divorced. So, so that felt right. like a lot all at once. Right. Okay. Yes. Susan, you know, we have Daniel on the line. I want to bring him into the conversation because I want to get his feedback on what you just said. Daniel?
2: Honestly, I, I didn't help myself. I, I just. I was just so attracted to you, and I just felt like I needed to do it, and that was super bad timing, and I understand it, and I, in retrospect, when I look back, yes, I should have not invaded your personal space like that. I'm so sorry. I I just enjoyed seeing you in person after having such great conversations, and I don't know, I just let myself get a little carried away, and I, you know, I seriously, I really do apologize.
0: Well, I'm really flattered, but do you do that on all your days?
2: No, 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 no. I I didn't realize that was your first date. And, you know, because I've been listening, I have been on two dates. I've never done that. Absolutely not. I I I was just overcome. Oh, that's good.
3: That was. I like that. I was overcome. (laughs) Write
1: that one down.
2: (laughs) True story. No exaggeration.
5: That was a good thing to get out of the bag. Yeah.
1: I mean, he did have so many flattering things to say. When you go back and go to our podcast and listen to everything that he said about you prior to us calling you, if you don't go out with him again in this moment... Jen will. I think... By God, yes, I will. No, I think that you will go back and you will hear what he said about you and be like, oh, man. Yeah. I need to call him.
0: I think so, too, Jen. Well... I did enjoy spending time with you, and I'd be willing to try again.
1: Good. Give it a go. Because you've been out of the game for so long. I I mean, why not? uh, I I think you owe it to yourself to give this one guy one more shot.
0: Okay, but he has to sit across from me.
3: Okay. That's fair. (laughs) I
1: think that's
0: fair.
3: Yeah, that way he can gaze into your eyes.
0: Yes. And no public making out. Oh, man. No public
1: making out until, till I don't I know. I no
0: public making out.
1: Public
3: making out. Okay. Right. Do it in his Camry. Okay. Wait till Maybe you get in the car. Life. Make yeah. out in the car. Oh, God. We're going to send her running.
5: Me. Like real high school. You got me.
3: You guys should get like one of those rounded booths at Jeff Ruby's. Oh, there you oh, go. Oh,
5: yeah. And you can sit way far apart, one on one and one on the other.
3: That's the one exception to the rule where I'm okay with sort of sitting side oh, by side. Gosh. But even then, I'm kind of like on the corner. Yeah. You know.
5: Really? I mm-hmm. don't mind it at all.
3: Yeah, well, you're a cuddler.
5: Come on in for the real thing.
3: All right, you guys, we're going to set it up. Susan, thank you for taking the call and for being a fan. Yep. And Daniel, appreciate you putting yourself out there.
2: Seriously, thank you so much, guys. I'm I'm just ecstatic right now.
3: So are we. And good luck to you both.
1: Thanks, guys. All right. If you need a little help with a second date update, send us an email. Jeff and Janet at WKRQ.com.
3: Well, if you're having a bad hair day, you can blame your parents. <laughs> We'll explain. News that didn't make the news is next. All right, welcome back. 747, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Some good news. You don't really need those 10,000 steps every day after all. Ah. And there's a new avocado coming. It is Thursday, the 10th of August, 2023. We're Jeff and Jen. And here it is, your news that didn't make the news on cincinnati's q102 before we get to those stories let's talk about bad hair days bad hair days a regular thing for you do you feel like you constantly have to maintain or manipulate or alter your hair in some way because it never seems to do what you want it to just naturally do (laughs) if so blame your parents a new study found much of it comes down to your genetics and the hair pattern that got passed down to you. That circular pattern of hair at the crown of your head mm-hmm. is called your hair whorl. Your whor- how do you spell that? It's spelled like whorl, but whorl. with an O. W-H-O-R-L. Okay. Which I find harder to say whorl. than whorl, whorl. for whorl. some reason. Whorl. Because you kind of want to whorl. go whorl. Yeah. You know. But just like fingerprints... Your hair whorl is unique, like which hairs point in which direction and whether it goes clockwise or counterclockwise. Until now, most experts thought your hair whorl was determined <laughs> by a single gene. I'm just
5: really enjoying you saying that word. <laughs> whorl.
3: But the study found it's actually controlled by multiple genes all working together. In other words, that crazy, untamable, cowlick-filled hair was a group effort. And you can blame your mom and dad for what your bad you know? hair days. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, Kristen would always refer. Cause so she has this beautiful, natural, curly hair. And she just does the shake and go. Yeah. And not everybody can do that. Correct. Mm-hmm. It it becomes a little less manageable in super humid weather. Okay. Um, but for the most part, she loves her curly hair, and she's always credited her Norwegian heritage mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, I've met many of her Norwegian relatives who do not have—
1: And none of them got curly hair?
3: <laughs> not like that. Okay. We set foot in Denmark five minutes, and I'm like, okay— this makes sense
1: you're not as norwegian as you think you are little missy
3: that's her mom's side of the family (laughs) and her mom has also has beautiful curly hair Ah. as does uh one of her sisters who have more curly hair they don't it's not as curly as hers but one has almost as curly and then the other is sort of approaching curly but not quite kind of
2: Wavy. wavy but yeah
3: it was so funny though i mean we're talking like super thick curly hair and it was just funny watching her eyes we'd be at a cafe and i'm watching her her eye she's spotting all these people with her hair yeah especially <laughs> and you know she's like oh my god she looks just like hannah and all these people in the family uh-huh. that do have it she says that's funny are you my relative are you my family <laughs> yeah uh, today's National S'mores Day, uh, the origin of s'mores is vague. We were talking about it yesterday, but some people credit the Girl Scouts with s'mores. In All 1927, nice. the Girl Scouts published a recipe in a book called Tramping and Trailing with the Girl Scouts. Ew. But they called them some mores. Uh, oh. may I have some more, please? Some more. Yes. The Girl Scouts have also offered several s'mores-inspired cookies over the years, so maybe it's fitting that a company celebrated National S'mores Day by stealing from the Girl Scouts, sort of, a Texas-based company called Solo Stove just broke
6: a Guinness
3: World Record by gathering 891 people to make s'mores at the same time. Uh, The thing is, the record was previously held, though, by the Girl Scouts of Middle Tennessee— who gathered 801 people to make s'mores in 2018.
5: Man, so. solo huh. stove. Fritch Just and I have
3: talked about this before.
4: We both have done this recipe for yes. s'mores dip, which is a better way to eat it because it's less messy. Yes. You put the marshmallows and the chocolate in a crock. Or like, a, like or a,
5: cast iron. a cast iron skillet. So you lower so you put down the chocolate first, and then yep. the marshmallows. Put it in the
4: oven, get it all gooey, and then you just dip with graham crackers. Because
5: yeah. you know they make those graham cracker sticks, or you can buy like the big actual like um, actual graham crackers and kind of break them, and it's like a really good yummy dip.
1: Is there a good s'mores ice cream out there somewhere? Does Graders have a s'mores? Graders has cream? one, yeah.
5: Yeah. Why would you? Are you I don't know. Market? That just
1: sounds really good. Yeah. It, to have all of that in an ice cream.
5: I do enjoy the Girl Scouts s'more cookie. Hey,
0: you want a s'more? S'more what?
1: No, 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 you want a
5: s'more.
0: I haven't had anything yet. So how can I have some more of nothing?
5: You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me,
1: Sam Smalls. Lot.
5: We were just talking about this, that the uh, down at Great American Ballpark at the Great American Ballpark um, video board, they're going to be showing the Sandlot movie on August the 17th, which I think is next a week from today. And they're going to have some of the people from the movie there, Jeff.
3: Oh, yeah? yeah. Cool. So we need to talk about a new strain and I'm not talking about masking in this case, we're talking about making guacamole. Guac.
5: Guacamole, por favor. There about the
3: stuff is to make a new yesterday. variety of avocados on the way called Luna avocados. And there are several major improvements over the now prevalent Haas avocados. For starters, the skin of the Luna avocados changes color when it's ripe, that's from, helpful. From emerald green to dark black.
1: I wonder if that's why they're calling it the Luna, because Luna, of course, means moon. So I wonder if it, because it changes colors and it goes dark, if that's why they're calling them Luna avocado. Could very
3: well be, and that way you don't have to guess when it's ready. huh. The Luna also has a supposedly smoother texture, which is ideal for guacamole. That said, even though Haas avocados can be infuriating when it comes to ripeness, a lot of people do love the taste. So for this new variety to take over, uh, experts say the taste will have to be equal or better. Uh, And don't get too excited yet because the Luna has been the result of decades of breeding. But it will probably be a few more years before it actually shows up in stores with avocados It takes three to five years from planting the seed to producing the first fruit. Wow. So the real question is, will it have a bigger window of ripeness? They say the Luna has a good post-harvest shelf life. Uh, This is UC Riverside's Mary Lou Arpeya talking about some of the benefits of this new avocado.
0: It's like, if you think about, you go to the store now and you see this collection of different apple varieties, but they they all taste like apples, but they're all subtly different. And the Luna UCR is an avocado. It eats like an avocado, but it has a different eating experience than the Haas. It's uh, a smoother textured. But it's a very nice eating quality fruit.
3: Good to know. Yeah, and Jen was talking about this in the Facebook Live video this morning. She, uh, You mentioned 80% of the avocados eaten worldwide are Haas or Haas, as she pronounced it, avocados, and they make a whopping 95% of the avocados eaten in the U.S. Uh, that particular breed emerged in nineteen eighty. And before that, the preferred variety was the Fuerte, a.k.a. strong avocado. But the Hass won out because of its taste. It was easier to peel, and Fuerte trees only produce fruit every two years. That's fun, Fuerte. You like that? That's, I like that word. It's a Fuerte tree. Yeah. Fuerte. Where do you get your, who
1: has your favorite guac? Best guac in town. Mine. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I like when they do tableside guac So there's a lot of different Like we'll go to El Mariachi Or like El Trompo Those places do like the tableside guac Where they bring the cart over to you And they kind of make it right in front of you It's so good
6: Yeah,
3: I would say I hate to admit it But it's a chain restaurant's guac <gasps> It's Chipotle's guac Yeah, you like their guac is It's really pretty good. good I really do don't, and be,
5: don't be hating to admit that It's delicious Well,
3: the the chief uh cook yeah. or chef mm-hmm. whatever who works for chipotle did an instagram video once of how to make basically make uh chipotle guac did it right there with all the ingredients and yeah. so we've just been copying it ever since but our little hack is we just like it a little chunkier yeah
6: mm-hmm.
5: some people I don't. i'm with you jeff i don't enjoy when it's like too smooth because the texture almost is like it's just too mushy yeah, i don't like
3: it pureed yeah or...
5: i can't do that either i'm like i need it i need like I a like big a nice or something in there yeah
3: yeah mm-hmm. uh i just realized that i gotta take a break from avocados to apple not apples I'm talking about apple your smartphone the iphone yeah they're uh one of, their, one of the major changes is causing some unintended consequences that we <laughs> need to break down for you coming up as your news that didn't make the
2: news continues. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.